Looks like we are rolling here. Let me get a little bit from you. Uh, check, check, check. Test, test, test. Bring a little closer. Bring that. Bring that in, big boy. Test, test, test. test we test. got, we got the third episode of Dinner at Your Place. Yes, Dinner at Your Place. Now we had the name change, and I'd still put out two episodes that were Dinner at Your House. <laughs> But you know what? There's there's creative process going on behind the scenes. So I'm here. I'm your host, Danny Clay, for Dinner at Your Place, brought to you by the Hooker Boy Studios. I am sitting with a fantastic guest, Mr. Frent- Frenty, Mr. Fenty Fried Chicken. Yeah, there the name's is. whatever you want it to be. I, th- I, was t- I was talking about it before. I was thinking, I was like, I'm just going to call him Fried Chicken, I think, on the podcast. No, uh, Mr. Fried Chicken. That's Mr. my father. <laughs> you can call me Fenty. So, yes, we have Fenty Fried Chicken is how he goes by on TikTok, Instagram, on all the social medias. Joe Fenty is the stage name, however. He's breaking into the stand-up world, but we have a fantastic content creator with us. Please check out Fenty Fried Chicken. So, what we've got... Mr. Fried Chicken. Excuse me. <laughs> That's your father. Excuse me. Yeah. Joey Fried. There we go. What did you uh what you uh what you ask me to make you today for uh, for dinner? Uh, we had to go with the classic. Went with a chicken parm over pasta. Chicken parm over pasta. We'll talk about the recipes. We'll talk about who made it, but this looks really delicious. So I'm actually we're gonna we're gonna bring up first bite already. All right. Uh, I believe I believe you did munch a little bit already, correct? I mean, it looks delicious. Dude. Okay. I so had what to do we take a little sneak peek? Okay. So did you do the pasta or did you do the chicken? What are we? You what gotta you chop a little chicken. Make sure you get some cheese on there. Of course. And then a couple noodles underneath. Okay. So, so you, you want the whole experience? You want the whole experience? Of course. You gotta you gotta combine the two. Let's see what we got. Well, the pasta is delicious at least and now great sauce great sauce now this is the uh the marinara sauce that i used uh in the logo spaghetti and meatballs that's the recipe that i put out to kickstart dinner at your place uh it's you can find the recipe on the instagram is dinner at your place we're really working on getting our name out there <laughs> <laughs> i'll tattoo it on my forehead maybe mm-hmm. i'll work mm. Damn, that chicken is really good, too. Yeah, that's wow. incredible. Oh, we need the recording sign. Now, okay, now, now I know Now it's doing. official. Now yeah. we're recording dinner at your place. <laughs> All right, so, Mr. Joey Fried, Mr. Joey Fence, Joe Fenty. What's, uh, what's the story behind Chicken Parm? Who made it for you? What was the occasion? Paint me a picture of young Mr. Fried Chicken. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Where'd you grow up? Let's start there. Uh, grew up, uh, was born in Medford, so okay. like 20 minutes north of the city, then okay. lived in Winchester. All right, so you're a mask kid. Yeah, mask guy, uh, to the chagrin of mm-hmm. everyone who's my hater. Ah, uh, right. Uh, well, I mean, like, go back to Connecticut. I'm like, I have nowhere to go back to. That's, I'm from here, yeah, right? Like, I belong. I, I know this, you know? <laughs> like, I can turn on and off a real accent. It's not, you know, it's not <laughs> what I'm making up. Um, but, you know, every birthday... Uh, I have two older sisters. We got to pick whatever we wanted as the birthday dinner. Nice. So it had to be chicken. So parm. this was your birthday dinner. Yes. This is oh, this was what we all or what I always picked and what we always had. Okay. So now I definitely feel the pressure. I mean, whenever I hey, know, it was good, man. It, it was good. Yeah. Was it was it mom good though? Was I it mean, Mrs. Fried Chicken. That's good? such a hard bar to. Raise I know. To. Well, that's that's the the issue that 
I definitely thought that I was going to run into like these are such important meals to people yeah. that you know food is such a, a deep trigger that brings up such positive memories or even sometimes negative memories I mean I, there's plenty of stories everyone has that one food where it's like I can't touch it because I get yeah. sick no matter what what's that food for you um by association, my friend and I in high school, it was right when the Doritos Locos Tacos came oh, out boy. at Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, boy. And this kid was a house, like, uh, you know, 6'2", like, big dude. And he bought one of those 12 taco party packs yeah. for himself. Oh, my God. Uh, and he ate nine of the tacos in one sitting, and we were hanging out at my place afterward. And uh, he was glued to the toilet. Oh, like, yeah. The of worst case of, of food poisoning he was. I've ever seen. He would come back after like 30 minutes and go, nope, not enough. And then go right back to the bathroom. All right. So that's by that's that's strong by association. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, if that if that did that to my friends, I there's no one yeah. touching a Doritos Locos. Taco. What was, so you said he got 12 for himself. He got through nine. Who had the other three? They just stayed in the car. <laughs> they stayed. They nobody. Yeah. Nobody got. Nobody got courageous. They were enough. banned to Azkaban. They weren't going anywhere near <laughs> anyone. So it's a birthday meal for you. Then mm-hmm. is it once a year? Is that only when you're having chicken parm from your mom? Is I mean, my birthday is once a year. If that's a question. <laughs> Smart ass. No. The uh, question was. On your birthday, you know, obviously you're like, Mom, I want you to make chicken parm. But if it's a random Tuesday. Oh, yeah. It, it wasn't an exclusive. Okay. Yeah. that's That was what it was I was just curious. You got to pick what it was. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That was what I was It curious. was in the regular rotation, but I'm like, this is okay. my favorite that meal. That was yeah. – r- r- the regular rotation was what mm-hmm. the phrase I was looking for because I was curious if you'd be like, Mom, I really want chicken parm. And she'd be like, no, you little – bitch it's tuesday <laughs> it's not your birthday it takes a big drag of a cigarette it's not that time sweetie it's not that time you, you know what time of yeah. year you get chicken parm at <laughs> so you're growing up in Medford. this is the, the the birthday meal it's in the rotation what's dinner look like then like i said on that random tuesday you said you had two sisters yeah who's you know is dinner a quick meal is it hanging out you know making a big conversation of like oh what did we do that day how was school is the tv on what's that table look like yeah uh family dinners were kind of weaning as i got older because my sisters are older than i am okay so you're the youngest of three youngest of three okay so when i was what 11 my oldest sister was already off to college so it was like the table was shrinking very quickly okay and um you know, my parents, they just had like very different schedules. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like my dad would be teaching and my mom would, uh, she runs Pilates studio. So she would just be doing that. Okay. And so the schedules never really lined up. So a lot of times we just kind of like the dinner would be made. You just kind of grabbed it when you could. Grabbed it when you could. But for like real birthdays, you know, it would be, uh, my whole family. Sometimes we'd get an aunt and an uncle there, Mm -hmm. uh, we became really good friends with our old neighbors nice. back in Medford. So when we moved, they would still just old, come by. Old neighbors meaning like they moved and then the new people you were not as close with or they were literally old in age? Um, they were the former neighbors when we lived in ah, Medford. Because okay. they would always come over since it was right next door. But Got when it. we moved, 
uh, they still liked to come over for the okay, birthday dinner. So sure. They, yeah. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, we were friends with these like 86 year old couple. It was great. We had one hey. of those too. His name was Vito. He was a good guy. He was yeah. just sort of walking around with a little red cap in the neighborhood. Hey, Vito. <laughs> cute. Very cute old man. Oh, yeah. We had a. Uh, at my first apartment in Southie, we lived next to Mrs. Donovan. She's like this 85 year old, <laughs> you know, rough and tough Southie girl. And literally every 6 p.m. on Saturday, she goes outside with her little am radio or whatever and listens to southie is my hometown oh wow shout out mrs donovan it was adorable i want to make i want to make a meal for her yeah i mean we were trying to get on her good side so much just because like she was adorable of course and hilarious like we were day drinking outside uh during like uh what was it March 21, so it just started to get nice out. Yeah. We had no business being celebrate, outside yeah. and drinking, but, but it was it, nice it was enough what for it was. you to be like, yeah, let's celebrate. Yeah, and we're like, it's Southie. We don't have like a backyard. Yeah, so of we're literally in the driveway. And, you know, she's coming up with her walker. And we're like, ah, oh, we're being loud. Like, we're such jerks. I'm, I don't want to do this right now. She comes up. She's like, hey, guys, uh, do you mind turning it down a little bit? You're being a little loud. And we're like, oh, I'm so sorry. She goes, ah, I'm just fucking with you. You want to. Uh... <laughs> You want to come over to my place at six o'clock? We're going to play Southie is my hometown. We're like, sure. So we just went to like her front yard and listened to Southie's my hometown. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah. Old people are adorable. Yeah. Hey, can you turn it down? Oh, fuck it. Can I have Bud Light too? Can yeah. I? Like I'm surprised she didn't ask for one right then. That's awesome. Shout out Mrs. Donovan. Uh, okay. So in the neighborhood, bringing people to your birthday. So the birthday is that like the most special time of the year for you then like is that what's you know as opposed to like christmas or other holidays like is that the warm like man i'm eating chicken parm i'm surrounded by the people i love yeah that that was i mean i also think i have the best birthday it's the dead middle of october (gasps) so when in the middle of spooky season right in the middle of spooky season you had just started school like six weeks ago, yeah. so you needed a little break. Exactly. You're not too close to like other holidays because mm-hmm. Halloween's not like a get together holiday. It's a silly fun holiday. Halloween's my favorite holiday for that purpose. I wish Halloween. I wish there was a scary Halloween and then a fun silly Halloween because I don't. I don't like all that scary crap. Like I don't really. Wanna, I don't want to be spooked. You don't want to be spooked. No, don't I mean, want to be spooked. You can you can set your own Halloween parameters. I think that's oh all, absolutely. You know, you watch people. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You can watch the Halloween Town. You don't have to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, so this is where I have a gripe with Universal Studios because they don't think that way at all. You fucking I, hear that Universal? Yeah, yeah Universal. We're I got a bone for to you. Pick. <laughs> You, during October, they'd like to have spooky month or whatever. Yeah. And you, to like get to different parts of the park, you had to go through these haunted highways. And there wasn't like a signal you could do to say like, I don't want to be spooked. Like you can put your arms in front of you or whatever. And people in full Halloween, like massacre outfits, chainsaws, the whole deal would just jump out and spook you. Yeah. And like really throw like they're all into it. And... I was just pooping my pants yeah. throughout this entire time. Like I don't want to no. be scared. Jump like, scare, jump scares are lame too. So lame. I mean, I think there's a. Com- it's a natural response. It is exactly. It's there's a comedian. I forget who it was, but he said jump scares are the equivalent of like if I came out in the crowd and started tickling you. <laughs> it's not fair, you know. Yeah. Like, you didn't see it coming. That's exactly. It, you're supposed to be scared at stuff that pops out of you that you don't expect. Yeah, you can keep it. Go for it. For it. Um. I have, have you ever been up to um, Witch's Woods up in Neshoba Valley? 
No, but all my friends went all the time in it's middle school. It's so fun, man. So well, that's that, that's the thing too. Apparently, I was talking to somebody. I was like, "Ooh, yeah, it's witches' wood season," and they grew up around here, and they're like, "You know, like little kids do that, right?" And that's like where all the hoodlum high schoolers go to like make out behind fair. I was like. <laughs> That makes me love it even more. Yeah, that it's just this ragtaggy thing. <laughs> exactly. Because to me, I, you know, I, as I told you, I grew up in New York. So, like, mm-hmm. I moved here five, six years ago or something. So, I, I saw a flyer for it or for, like, you know, a big billboard or something. And I was like, that looks incredible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, to me, that's what that is. Um, but I went up there the first year and I asked the guy. There was a, uh, I forget, it was, I think it was called dracula's maze or whatever mm-hmm. and you just walk through the woods or whatever and like you know you have to get to the end of it of course and i asked him straight up i was like hey man are people gonna jump out at me and shit like that like <laughs> from behind trees and he looked at me he's like yeah man it's that's hollow. the whole point yeah, exactly. he was like <laughs> what are you talking about so i'm definitely not big on jump scares but i do love the like slow burn that kind like do you watch horror movies then or no i like no if i'm gonna spend my time watching a movie give me like a really good comedy or give me an anime i've never seen that's 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 what i want that's fair so to me i mean silence of the lambs to me is one of the best i have seen it okay so you know that it's not really like one of those jump scare movies yeah it's just it's creepy the whole way exactly that to me is like the perfect kind of horror movie where no one in the corner is like Ah! yeah like you get it's like oh wow this is like a weird creepy scenario oh my god the fucking night goggle the night vision part mm-hmm. where he's reaching for jodie foster's oh what a great movie even just the whole dynamic of like it puts the lotion on its skin <laughs> like just sending little it spiders pushes, down my skin it puts the lotion on the skin or it gets the hose again yeah <laughs> what a what a good character what a great movie a very compelling story like it was very well done so i appreciate yeah. that in horror movies but yeah i just don't want to be uncomfortable like <laughs> i want to i want to disconnect for two hours just give me some like seth rogan laughing at shit that's like, what I was that's what what's I your like t- what's your like go-to i want to feel good comedy then uh dodgeball nice oh, it's so silly it holds um, up too yeah it holds it up and just really anything good. in that 2000s 2010 yeah era of comedy is just so slapstick and hilarious dodgeball really whole i remember seeing that in theaters with we were way too young that came out when were when were you born are we doing 96 we're allowed to do that part right oh yeah okay yeah (laughs) a little behind the curtains we did talk about what we are not allowed to talk about so you don't get to know and i wanted (laughs) to make sure that age was not one of them but okay so 96 so you yeah we're i'm two years older than you Mm mm-hmm so Dodgeball came out, it was like 07, right? 07, we were yeah. like, yeah, so like 10, 11 or whatever. That was like peak Lance Armstrong. Because Ex- when he made that cameo, everyone was like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. And then I remember. And I, then we turned out to be a, a terrible guy or something. I don't yeah. know. He's not a not yeah. not a good story. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a good uh, couple good videos on that that I would recommend. All right. If you're bored again, just like, let's learn about biking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that movie I definitely remember is peak also like. I think it was PG-13, right? It was. And if we're like 10 or 11, we needed a parent to take us. And I definitely remember the friend's mom being like, I regret doing this. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of those movies. Like, Good Luck Chuck, my dad took us. Me and like a group. Was that the Dane Cook one? Hell yeah, it was, Oh, dude. my God. Dane Cook, Jessica Alba. There's the part where it 
goes a giant movie screen and it goes into picture and picture cuts of Dane Cook having sexual intercourse with all different women. And my dad looked at eight 13 year old boys that he took and was like, this was a giant mistake. I should not have done this. Dude, that times a million when my entire family went to see Bruno, the Sasha Baron Cohen stuff. Like at one point, he's helicoptering on screen and then it points at you and talks. And at that moment, my dad was like, we're out. We're, uh-uh, no more. We're getting out of this yeah, theater. I, no way. There's no shot that the, your family you could sit through that one. It was insane. Like, I think I, I'm funny enough, I think I actually walked out of, I did not like Bruno. It just was so over the top. It really was, yeah. Um, so funny, I that um, Good Luck Chuck, as bad as that movie is, that birthday is definitely one of my favorite of all time (laughs) is there a birthday that the chicken parm hit extra hard that year or like somebody you didn't expect to showed up to the party like you got a really great birthday gift um every year in high school my friend group uh would get me a cake um what did the cake say oh my yeah so this is a story i dated what is it it real what is it with high schoolers and getting customized cakes because me and my group of friends did the same thing just because it's funny it's like it's such a nice gift but they're high school boys so they're gonna be rude about it yeah like we got the the lyrics to will smith's miami put on a cake (laughs) and then we just put it on a girl's porch that we, we were friends with yeah and then the next day she's like do you guys put a cake on my porch that had Miami? I was like, yeah, of course we did. She yeah. was like, that's... Did you like it? <laughs> that was literally the reaction. I was like, yeah, why are you looking at us like we're the weird ones? Yeah, we, we did something... Gave you fu- a cake. Exactly. Nice. So, all right. So, I had high school every year. You get a cake um, with I, some random shit on it. Yeah. So, I dated a girl in seventh grade for okay. 28 hours. Typical... <laughs> typical you know, Typical school. romance. Can we get a first name? Kiki. Kiki. Um, and... Beautiful. It's, Shout it, out Kiki. Yeah. Thank God that Drake song didn't come out uh, <laughs> until it did. Because that would have put me in just all sorts of prison. But um, every year they would get me a cake. And the first year it started off, it was just like they went to Carvel ice cream cake. That's and where, just like yeah. had the person write it. So they wrote hashtag Joe loves Kiki 69. Of course. You know, typical the stupid best, guys the best number yeah in the numerical dictionary yeah old relationship plus funny number equals great joke exactly and then as the years progressed they started to make the cake more intricate okay so by senior year they went to the north end and got this like basically 150 dollar <laughs> chocolate cake like very nice like something you would get for like a wedding anniversary <laughs> And in, like, real script, nice handwriting and, like, cursive, hashtag Jolo's Kiki 69. And they got, we always had a birthday party for me because that's, you know, it was just a fun bit. They got Kiki to come to the party and deliver the cake. No way. It was such commitment to the bit. Oh, my. Had you, had you like, talked to her or been friends with her? We were definitely like... friendly through her or with her through high school, but she wasn't, like, in our immediate circle. No way. So we, like, see her around and, like, yeah. you know, still friendly, but she was never there. She and brought they, the cake. Yeah, they, they invited her to bring the cake and, you know, had a great time because yeah. you were all friends. Of course. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. yeah, of course. I mean, so that then, 18th birthday pinnacle pinnacle. I mean, yeah, well, because that's how you met your wife. <laughs> 69. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Where's are we are we tight with Kiki now? Yeah, she moved down to DC, so oh, I don't see her. her. But when I, you know, if yeah. I'm ever down there, I'll shoot her a text. Say like, hey, how you yeah, doing? why not? Yeah, yeah. You want to have some cake? Yeah. The 18th birthday. I know, birthday. just the guy. The 18th birthday is the pinnacle. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're all right. So 18, then going off to college. did you go to school in Boston? Yeah, I went to BC. You did go to BC. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when does content creation start are you just like at bc and you start ripping it right away no uh so when i was at bc i've always been a huge comedy nerd like yeah. literally in elementary school i would just memorize stand-up comedians yeah. bits and just like perform it exactly well, that's how you get laughs yeah because they don't know yeah they don't know like coming from. just old dane cook and brian regan and yeah hammering I mean, it home see how funny is that too that you were like is that the old dane cook movie and i was like yeah it is <laughs> but if you ask Anyone our age, I'm going to say even 18 to 35 at this point, maybe not 18, that's, mm, yeah, probably our, I'm going to go 25 to 40, then I'll just bump that up. Everyone had Dane Cook's Harmful If Swallowed and Retaliation on their iPods. And everyone just, he was like the biggest name ever. He was in in every movie. Comedy Uh, Central ran his half hours all the time. Constantly. And those two albums everyone had it yeah bk like everyone was quoting those and then that's literally the bit i did the bk lounge Lounge. exactly yeah and we're in like fourth grade so no one really understood half the jokes but just because i copied his mannerisms and just being wacky it just being played exactly and that's man how funny is that that now everyone we all look back and are like oh the dane cook and jeff dunham years oh dude Uh. oh no i try to block the dunham out as much as possible my sister and i we did laugh a lot at that oh my god it's insane looking back on it and that his main character ahmed the dead terrorist you're like oh wow very bad so 2006 it's insane what was getting by then he still does it too he still does that i think so yeah How, how Dude, he made he made that bank on it. I know, but like, how is that not a bigger deal? I'm gonna hit. Uh, let's hit a Google. <laughs> I'm just gonna Google. Is, is Ahmed still alive? <laughs> <laughs> is Jeff Dunham married? Sure. Uh, still doing Ahmed the Dead <laughs> terrorist. I mean, he must. He's got to, man. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, here's something that says "Meet Ahmed the Dead terrorist from 2015." Okay, so seven years ago. Yeah. Hopefully he realized that. There's no way that he can't. Oh my God, wait. It would be the most tone-deaf thing in the world if it he really kept would doing be. it. Let's see. This is a rabbit hole. This is one of those rabbit holes. Are we going to get a cameo from Ahmed the Dead Am I going to shell out $50 just so I can see Jeff Dunham do this? Why not? I mean, dude, that's a great point. If he's still doing it, that's got to be... He's just seeing the dollar signs yeah. from people that are laughing at it mm-hmm. for the wrong reasons. Oh. But you're, it's a great point. I mean, comedy, you know, you got to start somewhere yeah. thinking things are funny. I mean, Dodgeball, Jeff Dunham. I yeah. mean, I mean, humor just evolves. Exactly. Uh, I mean, like now I feel like I'm very dry, mm-hmm. but in high school and college, I felt like I was more wacky. I think that also comes with, I felt, you know, I was really energetic and out there too in high school trying to get a laugh because you're uncomfortable and you're growing and like you don't know your person exactly like you don't know your personality yet versus when you grow up and mature and also you just learn more words yeah (laughs) like that's literally you're just less dumb exactly you just know more like where things go in a sentence and how to form (laughs) proper thoughts 
that you're like, oh, this will be funny then. And also you just hear words and you think, oh, that's a funny word. Yeah. And I need to put that somewhere in a joke or like what that that'll be a word that can get a laugh. Mm hmm. So anyway, back to so content. You're at BC. Oh right, that's how we got down this rabbit hole. Um, oh buddy, this is you. You you asked me. You're like, what are we gonna talk about? I was like, don't worry, I got, <laughs> I got. We'll you. find a way. I got you. We got tangents. It yeah. just happens. I got it all up here. Good, no good, worries. Good. Uh, but so always in a comedy my whole life, right? And got to BC, and um, unfortunately. I like had such a jaded view of like sketch and stand up just mm. or not stand up sketch and improv because everything you see in like Ted for example they just like are messing with the performers yeah and it was kind of pictured as like nerds do this right which is true but they're <laughs> funny nerds and you yeah. should hang out with them absolutely so then sophomore That's how year, I got started with this too in stand up yeah. I was doing improv it was basically we called it sex jokes in a basement mm -hmm. the theater club at college but. It was short form. It was snappy, punchy jokes that you got people to laugh at. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a great time. And so it just, it, you figure out something too. And even if you don't stick with it, mm -hmm. it still has some legs or some bearings where you might be using it elsewhere. Yeah. You know, so give things a shot, you know, even if it is for fun nerds. Go be a fun nerd. And it, it's tough that, like, when you're growing up, you kind of get the individuality beaten out of you yeah dude they're like do the thing everyone does and like don't be different go and to then, college do this do yeah. that yeah exactly and then you become 25 and you ask people what they do for fun and no one has an answer no one has an answer dude yeah. no one no one has a a hobby let alone like a passion or a dream i was talking to some of my friends the other day and we were just saying do we know what any of our friends do like, we know for work, and like, yeah, they like, hang out with us on weekends, like we go out to bars right. or whatever, but what do they do from like 5 p.m. to like 11 p.m.? Yeah. How what do, do they, they do? What, do they just stare at the wall? I don't know. Like what, some, what are they? I mean, you got to cook. You got to like work out maybe. I don't know. But is that enough? So are you making your own meals? What are you doing now? Is that? Oh, yeah. I love to cook awesome yeah so That's... i'll just make like a big serving of something that'll last me two or three days i yeah. probably cook like four times a week okay three times a week nice okay yeah. so that's you're the first one that i've interviewed because everybody else has been like oh i don't i don't have time i don't Cooking's i don't even fun, know what's cooking so fun and yeah. it's so much easier than people think it's like once you realize what kind of goes together you take a recipe follow it to the t the first time and then sort of play around with it yeah i mean i'm i'm full-on play around with it immediately yeah like sure there's some things that have you know that have to be i mean baking is so scientific oh I yeah can't. literally like yeast and stuff it's, yeah it's crazy I don't know, otherwise it's it like turns into thermometer like yeah. <laughs> the goop goblet yeah so it's 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 a it's right there i mean two teaspoons are three teaspoons there's not really much of a difference in that it's just yeah. literally personal flavor mm -hmm. so it's all mapped out for you so play around with it right away and it's fun to just kind of like i don't know make stuff and then like especially feeding someone we oh, had a super bowl party yeah. last year and i made crab rangoons for the no first way time. what a hit like no not way. only did i get to say i made these but like they tasted good yeah and now i can to, just you, you create i can just make crab rangoons whenever i exactly. don't have to buy them Ex i'm like this is sick so how often are you eating something that being like i can make this better uh very rarely i don't think i'm 
the stuff I make, I think I make it very well. Yeah. But I'm never comparing it to other people's. Do you get, like, you get confident? Are you like, I want to make this now? Yes. Okay. So yeah. that's, that's, that's exactly. If I see something I like, I'll try it out. How, how did the crab rank? Did you get like a big pot of oil? Do you have a home fryer? No, you don't need that much. You just need, so I folded them to make them kind of look like egg rolls almost. Okay. Uh, and you just need like one inch of oil. Wow. They kind of slide right in and you just pluck them out with like tongs. That See, was it. To everyone listening, and there are people, I do have fans. <laughs> it's my mother, a guy in Brussels, and someone underwater in the Rappahannock River in oh, Virginia. Perfect. Yeah. So shout out to those three as well. <laughs> but, and there's a couple, I mean, there's been some people who are like, oh, I can't cook, but I like it. It's like, you totally can. It's real, yeah. This, this gentleman, Joe Fendi has like thirty thousand followers on Insta. I know that. I'm how many TikTok followers do you have? Uh, I think I'm at like forty three thousand. Yeah, and so he's busting out content. It's good content, and he's still making crab rangoons for his <laughs> friends to a Super Bowl party. I don't want to hear any comics coming in here anymore. Like, oh, I don't know how to cook. I don't have time. I gotta go hit an open mic four hours early but i know there's definitely a time where you're just wasting like an hour on your phone doing nothing going down the like youtube rabbit hole oh of just like watching people yeah make food no i just mean like when people say they don't have time like really watch what you do in a oh day. yeah yeah really Absolutely. watch what you do i'm guilty of it oh we all are yeah. i mean it's super i mean dude i had to in my brain just now i had to cut myself being like yes this jeff dunham stuff is interesting but not to the people listening. Yeah. <laughs> you have to stop this now. Oh, my God. When I found uh, BDG of Polygon, it's like some uh, like video game media company. Yeah. Deepest rabbit hole. I was trying yeah. to like watch everything that dude did. He's hysterical. And 3 a.m., I'm like, oh, I have work tomorrow. Yeah, dude. Why do you think I'm watching videos on Lance Armstrong? <laughs> Secret base rips. They make such good sports videos. Yeah. There's like a 48-minute documentary. Well, actually, it's like three hours about the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> and they broke it up into chapters. And yeah, I'm going uh, yeah, yeah, to watch, watch that. I, I'm not a Mariners fan. I like baseball. Go Mets. But like, I yeah, need to I'm going to watch yeah. it. I need to know what's going on with the Mariners. <laughs> so yeah, I don't want to hear any more about this This dude's busting out content. He's a bit... I mean, he, can't, he, he had a meeting at some tiktok house before this yeah no it was uh it was it wasn't a tiktok house it was an ad i just had to go I mean, check out the place we can make it sound cooler than it was yeah but like i don't know i feel like tiktok house sounds less cool than like doing i guess ad. actually that's a good point yeah tiktok house is a bunch of a bad connotation yeah a bunch of people living in a slaughterhouse like conditions <laughs> and just like churning out the yeah. same trends the that same stuff yeah, exactly yeah. like that sketch that that person messaged you about being like let's do a boston dating sketch with a twist yeah it's like okay you mean like any sketch ever yeah, exactly. yeah okay let me get right on that yeah so obviously you've got a creative mind and again back to when this all started oh my god right i never Dude, answered that question this is it's it, this is basically first date energy we're just having fun talking yeah, just just hanging. we're going wherever it goes yeah. so freshman year you're, did you do like improv or anything i didn't do any of that and then sophomore year 
I was looking for some outlet. I'm like, all right, I got to get involved. Yeah. And I found this satire paper called the New England Classic. Oh, okay. And just fell in love. I was like, yeah. this is amazing. I want to do this. Yeah. And slowly it started to grow, not mm. only in like people, but in what we did. Got it. Originally, it was just writing articles. And then by the end of my senior year, we were pumping out sketch videos. Wow. We hosted a live fake TED Talk series. Ooh, okay. So like 10 of us did fake TED Talks. Yeah. Is that out there? still uh two of them were filmed or like all of them were filmed yeah. but whoever was editing it only edited the like really good ones got it okay. so some kid did like a real deep dive into yeah axel f crazy frog whatever yeah okay so like that one somewhere but just in doing that i thought it was so much fun and wanted to keep that sort of going yeah so then flash forward to 2020 december i needed so, some outlet like covid yeah like that's mi- that's lockdown time peak right COVID. Yeah, yeah yeah okay peak covid um, wow. so you started this in COVID. like this is like only two years yeah and that was that was the meme page days originally fenty fried chicken was a meme page right and i was yeah. making all the memes myself pumping out one a day and they were getting ripped off you said yeah they're getting ripped off uh also no one knew it was me like <laughs> making them people thought i was just sourcing them and posting them right and like that's not that's not fair no, yeah like, no, i'm these coming are your, up with these, yeah, jokes. these are your jokes yeah exactly. yeah so eventually i started supplementing with the video stuff and like the third or fourth one just took off yeah it was this character called brandon the intern and it, his whole shtick was that he's too stupid to even know what not to ask so it's his boss is like hey brandon uh can you get me that excel report by the end of the day he's like yeah uh one question though is excel like the green one (laughs) so like he's so unaware but is like helpful yeah uh so that just took off i made a few more brandon the interns and then just kind of with like an arc or anything or just like one no, just off just finding kinda... other scenarios where he wouldn't know what to do yeah like uh it's very clear that it was like nepotistic so yeah. uh the overhead caption was like the intern who clearly got the internship because they had a connection and in number two he has to like introduce himself and he looks down his hand and it says don't tell everyone that aunt susan's the ceo oh, that's such a oh man uh, that's and good. in part three they're, all the interns are introducing themselves and they're like saying what schools they went to. So it's like Dartmouth, Yale, Duke, Harvard. And he looks up, uh, Chest Hill State, which is just a stupid <laughs> school I made up. And people, I love seeing the comments on it. People are like, no, he's like a grinder. Like the fact that he's at a state school making it happen. Like it's a made up thing. He's in a hoodie. He's on his phone in the meeting. He's not the, like, he's not the star worker here. Oh my God, but, that's so funny. Yeah, all that to say, once I started doing that, people seeing it and getting that validation of, oh, this is funny, like keep doing more. Yeah. I started to expand of like Boston stuff I've been seeing and wanted to joke about and then just general skits. So I made the switch over from meme page to what Fenty is now, March 21. And now it's where it is today, a year and a half later. And it's all all you, all right? me. All you director, actor, writer, everything. Yeah, Damn. I mean, occasionally I'll get inspiration, or someone will text me something. Yeah, with like a collab or something. Yeah, like I've yeah. definitely done a lot of collaborations. Yeah. Uh, sometimes friends will just like text me ideas, and yeah. I'll go work on it from there. But you know, ninety-five percent, it's just one-man show. Wow, and so that was just the, like I'm bored during COVID. Yeah, 
wow. just looking for a little haha outlet. Damn. Okay, so that blows up. Were you expecting it to blow up? I don't think anyone ever is. I always joked about like when Vine was a thing, becoming yeah. Vine famous. Yeah. And I remember when TikTok started coming out, I was like, it would be so cool to like, you know, just have people see your stuff and yeah. now it actually happens. There's a There's... fucking fly in here that I wish. <laughs> I'm going to actually hit pause on the recording okay. and see if I can do anything about this. Sniper team, though, because I was saying, I was like, I didn't see it. Where'd it go? You made, you made contact. You made contact. It's in the pasta. Down, res me, res me. <laughs> so what you're saying was, it would just be cool to have people see the stuff. Yeah. So I just started doing it. And that's the was, attitude you got to have is just do it. Someone's got, you got to be bad at stuff at some point. So to get better, get through it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and I was always thinking, is work going to see this? What are they going to think about it? And mm -hmm. I thought, what if I just make it work friendly? So mm. made it work friendly. Uh, and then the brand deal started coming in. And now it's making some money on the side. Damn. I'm getting to do cool stuff like be on podcasts, yeah. act in pilots. And you know now it's leading to actual stand-up shows. So it's doing so much yeah you keep saying that you think stand-up shows are this big thing they're really not man <laughs> i think i mean they're the pinnacle for me because this is going into it I'm like i my plan grow a big following and then start to do live comedy it's so funny that you, yeah. you had the the flip plan yeah <laughs> normally people want to get good in the shadows no. And you were like, I want everyone to I want see to see, this already. I want to be seen and then, wow. yeah, screw it all up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, as much as I was talking to you about it off mic, about how, like, man, open mics are still brutal. It's like, there's still something about it where, like, four people or whatever, you signed up. There's no one really listening. It's like, this, this definitely is work like it's, it's de it, it definitely work. is rewarding if they, they listen and whatever so like i'm amazed that you're like give me the thirty thousand people that i want to make laughs like oh uh, you know what to start for the first two years first year or whatever like give me an open mic with a couple people i'll take that <laughs> <laughs> more power to you though man that's awesome but i mean it was a slow burn like i remember i almost i almost gave up when I was making the switch from the meme page to full-blown Fenty what it is, mm -hmm. the follower count was just declining. It seemed like nothing was really getting traction. And then just out of nowhere, like Finance God and Consulting Humor and those like Finn meme pages started yeah. posting me and started getting traction. And then, nice. you know, hit 10K, 15K, 20. Yeah. And by no means do I think what I'm at is like insane. But Impressive. It's, it's more than nothing, it's... you know? It's very impressive. And it my continues friend. to grow. Absolutely. And as long as, I mean, like you said, you just did it for some hahas and for yeah. some fun. So, like, at this point, it's all gravy, right? Like, you wanted some people to see it, like you said. Literally. And I. Some remember, people are seeing it. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to a comedian content creator, Alexis Gay, and this was at the beginning of it, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do with everything. And she said, you can just kind of figure it out. Like It's like going for a hike. No one asks you, did you get to the top? If you say you, you want a hike. That's really great. It's like, uh, oh, did you enjoy it? Like, how was the path? What did you, like, it's about what the did journey. you do when you were there? Yeah. And that really stuck with me to yeah. say, oh, I can just do this because I like it. There yeah. doesn't have to be a goal. It's nice to have ideas of where you think it's going to take you, but 
enjoying the ride yeah because a lot of weird stuff is going to happen on the Mm -hmm. ride and my friend if you're going to start doing stand-up and going on the road and whatnot i know a lot of weird stuff has already (laughs) happened to you with these fans it's only going to get weirder yeah i'm very i'm doing my first like real ticketed event tonight and i'm curious to see who like of the fenty fans comes out like will any I don't know, but I, I bet, man. Who knows? Because Hideout itself is a good product. Like they have great fans, mm-hmm. they have great reach. You've been promoting it, like it's been oh yeah, in I've your been bio. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So people are gonna be like, yeah, let's go see what this dude's all about. Like it's mm-hmm. a Saturday night. Like we're maybe we might be going downtown anyway. Let's go check out a show and then we'll go drink. Yeah. So like I bet. As you said, you're bringing out friends and family that you know, but I oh, bet some I bet some randos will be there and check it out. We'll see. Hopefully. And be then, cool. yeah, man, I mean, I think it's so I think it's so funny. There's definitely some comedians that are like, fuck, he's doing a Saturday hideout. Yeah. He's just because he's some sketch guy. It's like, no, he's funny, too. Like, like, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not just like, like doing it. I've thought about this. I've practiced it. Like, it, you haven't seen me do that stuff. Yeah. So on the surface, yeah, it's this content creator coming in, but I'm working on it behind the scenes. Yeah, you know? I've hung out with you for like 90 minutes now at this point. Yeah. You know, pre-recording too. It's it's been a fun hang. Like yeah. this dude, this dude can riff. He can <laughs> he can rip it. It's gonna be a good show. I mean, I sure hope so, man. But yeah. I mean, I'm just... are you? Are you nervous? Oh, so nervous. It's funny so because I'm, we're going to put this out. I'm going to put out a different one Monday of this week, mm-hmm. and then this will come out the Monday after. Mm-hmm. So we're talk- I, it's going to be fun. Go back and listen to this and be like, I don't know why I was nervous. That was really fun. I was just talking to people and making them laugh. Or like, the exact opposite. I'm like, I bombed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, also. I was rightfully nervous. When you, if, like, when that happens, because you're going to, not tonight, I'm saying, like, I if you. Hope not. <laughs> hide out Saturday. It's a hot room. Mm-hmm. Again, like, I was just, just be you, man. Yeah. It's going to be fun. But, like, if you keep up, it's going to happen. And when that yeah. bomb, it's such an interesting feeling when you do bomb. It's like, well. I really need the next set now. Like, I, you just mm-hmm. need it to happen. Like, you got to get back on the horse. Yeah. Because it's just like that weird tick inside of you. Are you talking like, you know, goblin, gremlin stuff? It's like <laughs> that is the the thing in your brain where it's like, yes, get back into the microphone. It's that just heroin rush of it really losing is, the man. anxiety. That's, you know, yeah, all man. day I'm nervous. I'm, you know, I feel that chest tightness. My yeah, stomach's exactly. stomach's a little smaller. Yeah. And, and then you get to just be fun. Yeah. And then I go on stage and it's just... You like, yep. there's nothing there. I'm not seeing anything. Yeah. Just going through, and once I get off the stage, and that release of just endorphins, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh my god. See, that's crazy. Like so it. you you do you get nervous when you hit submit or post on a video for your thirty thousand fans? Not at all, bro. Why are you nervous for tonight? Then? Because <laughs> you can see the people. Like when I t- honestly, when you I really do- can. It's gonna be dark. <laughs> You can hear them, I guess. All right. That's... You know, like when I post content, it's just me in the room. I just hit submit and it goes up. And if it bombs, people just don't see it. Well, if you it know? Bom- but also, I mean, you were talking before, people throw daggers on the internet. Oh people my are God, mean yeah. on the internet. People are ruthless. I'll yeah, like so... do impressions and they're like, that was sick. Now do Kurt Cobain. <laughs> All right. I'm it's, like, ah. The internet's mean and it's also full of hacks. Yeah. I'm so, like, I mean, that joke's been done before, but like, all right. Whatever. <laughs> it, it hurt my feelings still. Yeah. I'm like, come on. My cronk was really good. 
Oh, yeah. Why you bring that It's all it? coming together. Yeah. So, but that's crazy to me, though, that... Because Hideout, I think, at its fullest is going to be 75 to 100. 100 and that might even be... I might even be way off. I mean, that. I know for Jalene Trans, it's a date uh, on the 29th. There's 120 seats. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. so let's go with that then. 120 seats. Yeah. That's still... I'm very bad at math. <laughs> That's 120 people. <laughs> but compared to 120 to 30k, yeah. That's a sliver of a person, you know, a percentage this big. But I've never He once... puts his index finger and thumb <laughs> small apart together on for a video not yeah. happening podcast <laughs> audio only. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Sure, one of my videos can get a million views, but I don't see anyone watching it. I don't see their reaction. I don't hear their laughs. And it's such a different space. Like, creating an entertaining video might not make you laugh, but you kind of appreciate the effort of. Stand-up, you have to just be funny. I have to tell a punchline. I got to get people to literally ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, you got to trigger that biological yeah. reaction. Yeah, but, but making you, but content, you... I can just, you know, like, oh, that was entertaining. That was cute. Like, Sure, but I don't think if everybody was thinking at all of your videos oh that was entertaining that was cute they wouldn't be continuing to come back you know Correct. there's clearly ha-has there's clearly punchlines i mm-hmm. mean people in the street are shouting at you TikTok. yeah like it's that so it's such a bizarre world to live in now it's it's great i mean like you, you're telling me some stories before i mean i just i can't believe that just real adults <laughs> will just yell an app at me like I get it. You know, you don't know my name or whatever. Like maybe a friend sent it to you, but what a bizarre oh, way yeah, to interact dude. with a different human to just yell an app at me. Yeah, dude. I mean, we were the like, dream imagine is... if we saw Adam Levine, we just were like DMs, DMs. <laughs> <laughs> like that'd be insane. Yeah, it wouldn't be how you. I mean, how you treat someone that you're a fan of, as I was telling you. Like just yeah. The dream is to just be like, hey, I recognize you. You're great. Keep it up. And like you've said, a couple people have done that. Some people do know how to like say you're funny or good job. Yeah. And then so go on their merry way. Eddie Fenty fans listening, <laughs> if you see him on Broadway just having a good time with his friends, just treat him like a normal person. Yeah, just like wave, say hi, love your stuff, whatever. Or like if you think I suck, you can tell me that too. I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Have you gotten just the straight up to your face? uh it's always drive-bys so no every it's a coward move i was gonna say it's so cowardly like if you actually had the balls to like say it to me to my face i will tip my cap yeah power to you man to go up to a stranger and say you suck power to you yeah i mean but what a cheat code for me i know immediately you're terrible yeah like if that's how you behave i'm glad we're not friends not to spook you before you're going into your first ticketed show but i was hosting at a club in my early years and the worst heckle i ever got happened which was i did a joke and it hit it wasn't it didn't like bomb or anything Mm -hmm. it hit and i was about to go into the next one and there's this two women in the front row and one of them leaned over to the next one and said that wasn't very funny just an observation. It wasn't even a heckle at you. It wasn't you. even a heckle at me. She just like turned to her friend and was like, I didn't like that one. <laughs> that wasn't funny. And I 
I just completely paused and I looked down and I was like, you, you're four, like it was the distance from me to you right yeah. now. What is this, four feet? And I was like, I, you know, I can hear you, right? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just, I just yeah, didn't think forget. that one was that good. And I was like, I have six more minutes. <laughs> what, We're not even done. What, do you, what am I going to do now? <laughs> so that was definitely, I mean, again, people can just suck, but yeah, so it's you get stories out of it, right? Yeah, I mean, the drive-bys. Because they want it to sound tough. Yeah. To be like, your TikToks fucking suck. But like, just say it in a different tone. It's the lamest insult in the world. I know. Well, I also bet some of the, I bet it's a lot of Southie bros. Oh, of course. I bet a lot of them have girlfriends who think you're funny and cute. Maybe. And are like, look at, cool. this, look at this, <laughs> look at this fun video that I found. And they're probably like, this fucking guy, I could fucking beat him up. He's yeah. got nothing on me. What is he fucking trying to make my girlfriend laugh? I fucking hate him. So when they see you, they're like, now's my chance. Fuck you, Fendi. And it's just, it's a drive-by. Like, you pull over and say it, like, by all means. Yeah, but also that's psycho. Imagine if someone pulled so over, psycho. got out of their car and was like, hey, I just wanted you to know, I don't think you're funny. Yeah. Like, I hope you have a good day, and I hope <laughs> good things for you happen in life. But me, personally, I will never be... You could have a million fans. I will never be one of them. You'll never have a million and one... That You'd be like, dude, just kill so me. thoughtful, yeah. And you'd just be like, just kill me now. Like, how long have you been stalking me? <laughs> like, that's the thing. You can just ignore people you don't like on the internet. Yeah, dude, you how just hard not that? interested on the video. Yeah, and done. And that's, that's that. Yeah. It's... I don't, I don't get it, but... Yeah. Just Whatever, go, it's go interaction. About, go about, <laughs> yeah, any press is good press, right? I mean, kind of, when it's, you know, hate comments in the, you know, on the reel, it's gaining traction, because Instagram loves that. Man, you have such a good attitude about so many things. Oh, you... dude, there was one video I did that blew up, because it was, the theme of it was, <clears throat> working out goals by stages in my life. Yeah. So middle school, it was, I'm just here so I get jacked. High school, I'm here so I can make varsities. College, I'm here so I can, like, meet someone at a party. And, yeah, dude, not uh, not to jump in, but, like, you got big shoulders. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in college, you're just here. Uh, and then... You're just here to crush ladies. Yeah, just, like, I'm here to meet people. And then post-grad, it's like, I'm here so I don't get fat. And someone commented, I'm just here so I don't kill myself. Oh, my and then another person did, and another person did, and 400 comments later of copy-paste, I'm just here so I don't kill myself, all in the video. And then that got more comments of, wow, these comments are so messed up, like, y'all need help, here's this number in case you need it, and just going and going and going. So not even about the video, just the comment yeah. section was... And they blew it up. Yeah. Blew it up, and also, it had nothing to do with me. I also think it could be interpreted as a positive. They're watching. It was a video, right? Yeah, it was yeah. They're a video. watching the video. They're they adding be, to the joke. They might be laughing like I'm here, so I don't kill myself. Isn't like watching your content. I've no, they definitely mean for the gym because like the way that I said it for college and post grad was, I'm just here so I can meet someone. I'm just here so I don't get fat. So rule of three, I'm just here so I don't kill myself. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I was trying to put a spin on it, but, but sure. But it's not, it wasn't about me. Yeah. It weren't like your video sucks or you this is cringe yeah, just, or whatever. It was yeah. just piling onto the joke. Yeah. And the internet doing what the internet does, which is just beat a joke to death. Yeah. That's, and that's so crazy that that happened. And again, you're still like, yeah, but like a hundred people in a room, you know, you're funny. 
You're gonna make them laugh. I mean, I, I've tested this material out before. It made my friends laugh. Uh, the overwhelming response was, wow, I didn't expect you to be as good as you were, which was so, <laughs> so kind and so mean at the same time because the bar they had was so low. And they're like, oh, you actually like practice this. I'm like, I know. That's what I've been God. saying. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like to think I'm funny. Hopefully this stuff makes people laugh. And a lot of it's self-deprecating, yeah. which I think is just an easy, like, you know, low-hanging will, fruit. I, yeah. prom- I promise you it's going to go well. It's not. We will see. Don't worry. Enjoy some of that. I'm going to tell the people how to make chicken parm. I'm going to give them a recipe so you can push <laughs> okay. that mic away for a little bit. And you got it, boss. That's Mr. Fenty Fried Chicken. Please follow him. He'll be back in a second. Uh, but like I said, he needs he needs to eat because we've been having a great conversation. So how I made chicken parm for Joe, I it's the same recipe, like I said, from the marinara. So you do that first. Then you grab your chicken breasts. You get a meat hammer. Or you can just honestly go full Rocky on it. You just want to pound those cutlets out a little bit. Get them nice and thin. You're going to slice them up in in half, you know, the long way. You're going to cut that breast down. Hmm. Let's see, how would you... I'm doing the visual of it. If you had a... If you had the breast... Like, now I'm making an alligator hand. And my other hand is going in between the alligator mouth. Bringing the mic back so I can talk. <laughs> that's where that's the night you're gonna what's the what's the phrase is it filet Fil- i was about to say i think the phrase is filet it yeah i don't know what julienne is but that's like, a fancy cutting word i'm gonna go alligator hand so you're gonna yeah. alligator filet your breast <laughs> yeah you, you slice it down the middle right yeah but down the middle also sounds like it could be like you're making a tender kind of yeah, okay you put it on its back and slice it like you were cutting a hamburger bun yeah that's what we'll go go with yeah Yeah. all right so you're gonna act like you're cutting the bun all right and i exit alligator hands (laughs) so you flay it bun it whatever you want to call it you do that and then you're gonna i used buttermilk uh to bread this with flour and i seasoned the flour as well so you're gonna get two steel bowls out one of them is gonna have your flour and your seasoning the other is gonna be buttermilk or eggs some kind of uh you know thick liquid to catch that seasoning up to get it good nice and thick i actually double season also that's what i do i put the breast in the seasoning and flour put it in my buttermilk or my egg then put it back in the flour and then you put it off on a little bit of a uh, floured plate so you can just put it to the side do the others transfer it all then get out a pan a skillet or whatever put a little oil in it you're going to brown both sides of your cutlet. You're going to get it nice and crispy, okay? Once that's the case, put them back on the side. Let them cool. You're going to set an oven to 350. Put sauce at the bottom of your skillet or your pan, whatever it is. You just got to be oven safe about it. You can use a roasting pan. Put a little sauce at the bottom of it. Put your chicken on that sauce. Cover them, boys, in that marinara. Get them nice and good, nice and drenched. Then get a nice ball of mozzarella cheese. Cut some thin slices off. Put them on top of that. Get a nice parm wedge. (laughs) Joe Joe did the Italian chef, (laughs) the Italian chef hands. Uh, Get a nice parm wedge and your cheese grater. Put it over that. 
uh, skillet or your pan or your roast, you know, the roasting tray, throw it back in the oven at 350 and let that cheese get nice and bubbly. It's probably going to take like 30, 45 minutes, somewhere around there. Just check it. Once you see the cheese, you know, get a little golden on the edges, that's where, that's where it's going to be nice and tasty. Uh, Joe asked for a box, you know, just a box of pasta. We'll make pasta one day, but that's a long one. That that should be like a Patreon app or, or something. Yeah, once well, once I get there, uh, so you know, just just follow the box, whatever you want, whatever kind of pasta. I did penne, uh, but that's you know, that's how you make chicken parm pasta for Fenty fried chicken. And my friend, was it good? It was really good, dude. Yes. It was really good. Yes, you can come back and hang for absolutely. some more food. Absolutely, man. We'll have you back. Absolutely, yeah. we'll make you another meal. Uh, that is. Dinner at your place, man. So please, I mean, like I, I was dropping it throughout the whole app, but plug everything you got, everything you want. Um, the mic is yours. Yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully people got to this part of the episode. But hey, I, <laughs> hey, man, we have fans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just thanks for listening. Um, if you see me. Treat me like that's you know. Don't just yell an app at me. There he is, Fenty Fried Chicken. Everybody, follow him on all socials. Follow me, Dinner at Your Place. Follow Danny Calais, and that is the app. Thank you guys so much for checking it out. <laughs>